Hi, good morning. This is Hilda. It's the first day of May. It's about uh, 4.11 in the morning. And it's one of those days I can't sleep. So I just thought I should share some of my time with you. Today I'm still kind of still stuck on love language. And I'm, I'm always... If you've been listening to my podcasts, you know that I always say my passion is Niger relationships, uh, Niger couples dating, and Niger married. As usual, my name is Hilda, your agony aunt, storyteller, podcaster, and your relationship enthusiast. So I don't even know what topic, what, what the topic of today is. It's a combo of love language and uh, some admonition for wives, something about mistresses. So I'll I'll come up with a topic, I guess, because I need to save this podcast. I'll come up with something, but that's what it's all about today. Um, So I did a piece, a very short piece on Instagram some time ago. And because some of us are so lazy to read, I'll do the reading for you and then we'll talk about it as we usually do. So it starts like this, his love language. I saw a quote somewhere that a good wife keeps her husband's stomach full and his testicles empty. True, but not completely. It's not only about sex and food. Men are shouting to us, telling us what they really want in a language many women do not understand. Scenario one, it's premiership season. Because you guys have a 50 inch curved screen, your partner tells you that the guys are coming again on Saturday to watch a match. You love football too. And when the match starts, you join them in screaming and shouting instructions to the players. Defend, defend. He looks at you from time to time. You don't notice. He gets up a few times. You don't notice either. P.S. This is not the language for all men, just the ones who speak this love language. Now, this is what he wants. So, this is supposed to be the guy speaking from his mind. I told you days before that my friends were coming over so that you could whip up a nice meal or finger foods for them. It would be nice for you to have asked me for money to shop, fill the fridge with cold drinks and beer, and wait hand and foot on us. I really, excuse me, (laughs) excuse me, I sneezed. I really didn't want you to sit with us guys the way you did. And no, don't take sides with the other team. Are you listening to him? Or are you still just feeding his stomach and testicles? I don't know where that cold came from. This is scenario two. The Silifa love. Of course, you know the name Silifa. You find some men, you find so many men leaving their refined posh wives at home and running into the arms of their girlfriend, a Silifa type woman. Okay, if you don't know the name, um, it's just one of many names. It's just to characterize um, the other woman 
and the other woman is not posh or she probably isn't very well educated and even if she is her station in life is somewhat low or much lower than his wife so i just use the name you know to just give just characterize the other woman the mistress so i'll take it again you find some men leaving their refined posh wives at home and running into the arms of their girlfriend a silver type woman the one that calls them daddy warms up water for his bath takes off his shoes when he comes in and serves his food as if he were a king she makes a real fuss about who didn't say hello or greet daddy properly she has an array of creams and massage oils to give him pleasure she cooks fresh fish and peppered snails at the drop of a hat and usually doesn't say no i'm tired and is not adver- averse to any style keep it real sister keep listening and watching your man so you get to understand his love language okay that's the end of the piece i wrote well i just want to say one or two things the battle between the wife and the mistress is as old as man well almost as old as man you remember the biblical story of hannah and who was it again hannah and abraham you know hannah couldn't have a child and she had she was advanced in years and she asked her husband to go get somebody else to bear him a child and at the end of the day you know um this child was born and according to hannah uh, abraham's wife uh, the strange woman the mistress or second wife maybe had uh, started getting rude and she asked her husband to get rid of her you know and thereafter of course she had children of her own and that's the end of that story but there has always been this uh, competition this fight for the man between the mistress and the wife you keep wondering why men have mistresses um the same thing has played out over the years all, all over the centuries we see it in the movies we read it in books or in poetry there's this picture there's this there's this thinking that because a woman is married to a man she has a i mean i mean one of the things one of the advantages anyway of getting married is security i'm not talking of safety but security in the sense of oh well um society respects me i'm married um i don't have any worries or any needs or anything of that nature i conform and so because of that security there is this temptation to be lax i have a friend whom i've known for i think over maybe over 13 years yes and we're quite chummy and chatty and his one complaint has always been that whenever most of the time when he gets to the house climbs up the staircase or whatever gets to his room his wife is always engaged on the phone she's probably playing uh, uh one of those games or she's watching television 
And not only is she watching television, she's really engrossed in the television. She's almost like, you know, you're blocking my view kind of thing when he's passing by the bed to get to his side of the bed, of the room. So that's the picture that, you know, that's the picture we paint of what wives do in the marriage. Uh, we hear that a lot of wives do not pay attention to their husbands. Um, the... The love has almost be the love has become duty. Um, a lot of spontaneity is begins to wane away, es more especially after she has had children. I mean, what's the point of getting kinky underwear and being very creative when you have to get up at four a.m. in the morning and when you slept at twelve midnight? And you have lots of work, and there's a lot of pressure. I I get that, you know, but that's the picture that is created by um, a lot of wives, um, and the picture that is created by a lot of men too, because invariably, the man who is chasing another woman and wants to have a relationship with her outside of his marriage would invariably always talk to maybe when she has agreed would always tell this other woman the things that the wife does that upset him that is his own explanation of the reason for him cheating and from what i've gathered it's it's just the same things she she's not creative she doesn't cook well she doesn't, she's not good in the bedroom, or she doesn't even like it at all. I have to force her to get in. She's not really interested in what I do. She's just interested in me paying the bills. Um, we're not close anymore. Oh, those are usually the reasons. Oh, she's always in church. She doesn't have time for me. And... On and on and on. So my question is, what are the wives doing? And what are the wives to complain, complaining about that makes them do all these things? Why are they not conscious, you know, conscious of all that is missing in the marriage? And why is it that the husbands too don't call their wives, tackle their wives and say, well, I, I definitely, I guess some of them would have done so. Well, maybe the husband tried, and at the end of the day, he just sees that his wife isn't making any effort. I mean, she's got the ring, she's got the ring already. Uh, you can't just uh, chuck her and the children out just because she she isn't good in bed or she doesn't like sex. So, I'm painting a scenario now. Uh, this was a fallout of a discussion I had with some of my friends a while ago, and... It was even a man that talked about what I'm going to say soon. He said sometimes he'd walk in and, you know, of course, his wife would always insist that he comes home to have dinner. So he'd get back from work and his wife would serve him with the same tree, with the same, I don't know if people still use Pyrex, <laughs> you know, those fancy dishes, the same dishes, same cutlery, blah 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 and then she serves him and probably goes on to do something else and he said if he had the mind to cheat the kind of woman that would win his heart would be one that 
would go out of her way to make sure that even the serving of his meal was like sex, different, alluring. Not, he said, you might even find that some wives would even serve their husbands with cheap, with cheap china, you know. They won't even bother, or they serve their husbands with plastic wear and some funny glassware and all that, you know. As against the mistress, she's hustling for that love. Even though she has a relationship with this married man, it is in her best interest for her to keep him completely engaged. So she is like someone in a circus, someone who is performing. She has to keep up with the act of engaging this man from the minute he steps in. In fact, even before he steps in to come to see her, the way she engages him, the, the kind of messages she sends to him, the kind of videos she sends to him, the kind of things she sends to him, the kind of messages she gets across to him, will keep the man's mind enraptured even before he gets to her. So, back to what my friend was saying. So he said, well, the, the, man, the married man walks into his mistress's apartment. First of all, this woman is dressed in something drop-dead gorgeous, something transparent or something very clingy and sexy, makes her look very young and interesting and beautiful and alluring. So from the door, I mean, this man is already as hard as you can think of. So he gets in, and I don't know, the Silifa kind of love I talked about, probably a Yoruba woman, let's use a Yoruba woman as an example. So he'd sit down, if he was wearing slippers, she would go down on her knees, take off his shoes, ask him whether he wants to take a bath, to take a shower. Maybe if he says no, she'll put on the TV. She knows what channel he likes, you know. She's not even interested in the TV. She sits down beside him, ask him what he wants to eat. And she says, oh, I've got your favorite. I made a Amala bakery for you today. I know you love Amala. I have a wishy wishy inside. You know, even the way she pronounces her words. This man is gone. She has his perfume up. She's not sweating and she's not wearing no wrapper. You know, she touches his face like she's looking at her king and her god, it's small god. And this man is just lost, really. And if he says he will eat, ah, even the tree that she will serve him with, everything will be on point. The glassware, the dishes, and even the way she'll put the tree on the table, everything is almost perfect. So this man has this wonderful meal, and they do what they need to do, you know. And he gets back home, and he walks into the bedroom. And there you are, Madam, Mrs. Wifey, snoring away in your old flannel pajamas. And he, he does a retro. He thinks about where he's coming from. He shakes his head. <laughs> and then he begins to undress, and you're still sleeping. <laughs> he gets into the bed. And you're still sleeping. What do you expect from this man when you're not trying? <laughs> so that's the picture my friend painted. 
And that's the reality of many marriages today. So if you are a wife and you think that because you're already married, you don't need to hustle your husband, you got it all wrong. Because if you leave too much space, somebody else will help you fill it. Somebody who knows the value of your husband more than you will help you sort things out. So continue to court your husband. Continue to chase him. Find out things. You know, men like to be praised. People think that only women like uh, compliments. Men love compliments too. Court your husband and stop making the marriage boring. Look forward to doing new things. You know the way the world is, especially here in Nigeria. They say it's a man's world. So there will always be another woman for your man. But there won't always be another man for you, especially if you're in a marriage. I mean, if you're single, that's completely a completely different kettle of fish. But if you're married, I mean, with all that is involved, children, family, it's just not easy to pick up and keep getting divorced because you didn't get your best fit. So he is more at an advantage to get another woman. So this should put some pressure on you to fight for the love of your husband. Fight for desire. Let him want you. When he's going to work, you can, I don't know, put your, your underwear, put it in his briefcase, put it in his jacket pocket. Do some unscripted crazy things. Let it be that even when women come to him, he tells them that, man, you're not like my wife. Read a lot, educate yourself, go on the internet, and just be conscious of this man who you have sworn to be with in sickness and in health till death do you part. Let's not take marriage as if it's just uh, a position like when you're in primary school, when you're in primary one. Oh, well, I'm in primary one now. I'm doing LCM. Uh, I've got the kids, the car, and everything. I don't have to stress anymore. You're completely wrong. Keep fighting. Keep stressing yourself. Keep reinventing yourself. Keep looking good. If your tummy is too big, work on it. Work out. Just keep. And importantly, be happy. I mean, that's my own personal mantra. Love yourself. Treat yourself in fact, I'm sure you know how you feel when you're well-dressed, how confident you know you feel when you're doing the things you want to do, blah, 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 and how you feel on a bad hair day. That's just the difference. Just bear that in mind when you're thinking about pleasing your husband. And that is not to say that there are not some lovely, sexy, unscripted women who have done everything for this husband and the man just didn't give a hoot. So whatever your, your circumstances are, make the best of it. Make the best of it. Your husband wants one or two things from you. He wants you to be the mother of his children and probably his mother, his friend, his sister. He wants you to be his bitch as well. So be just that. Okay. These are my two bits for today. So married women... Keep being sexy, keep reading, keep being better, love your man, show your man you love him, encourage him, um, and I wish you all the very best. Enjoy your day. 
As usual, you can go on Anchor. You can download Anchor. That's the app that I'm using for this podcast. And you can uh, send me a voice message if you have a comment. Give me feedback. You can do me an email at hildashoulderforyou at gmail.com. The four is figure four and the U is letter U. Hilda's Shoulder is also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You could also visit our site if you'd love to read romantic fiction, poetry, true life stories, and all the other stuff I've got up there. The website address is www.hildashoulder.com.ng. Please write me, and um, I really, really love to hear from you. Enjoy your day.